Beyond and hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Dormish, your host for Beyond, as always. Uh, we have a little bit of a special episode for you this week. Uh, given that in the States this week is Thanksgiving, we're off for the holiday, uh, we decided to pre-tape a little Thanksgiving special for you. So if you're in the States, I hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving and listening along to our wonderful episode. And if you're not in the States, I hope you just enjoyed this very silly episode. What we're going to be doing is I'm going to have a bunch of people from the IGN office, some you may know, some you may not, who are going to tell us about what they're thankful for in 2018, both in the world of gaming and just in their lives in general. Uh, so we're going to be going through all those conversations, and then we're going to jump to a little fun thing at the end with our wonderful boys, Max and Barrett. But our first guest today, Josh Dew. Hey. How are you doing, on? Josh? Do the Dew. Right. I'm uh, doing it, yeah. Josh, what do you do here at IGN for people who may not know? Oh, what do I do? Yeah, what do you do? Josh do what he does. He uh, manages the Snapchat Discover channel. Uh, hey, guys. It's me, Josh Dew, from IGN Snapchat. Every time you go into Snapchat and go over to the Discover channel, you're watching my work. For the teens. For the teens. Yeah. Uh, our main demographic is teens. Yes. So if you're playing Fortnite, check us out. <laughs> uh, Josh, so I wanted to have you on because I was curious what you were thankful for about games in 2018. Uh, you and I talk every once in a while about your game playing, you know, sort of etiquette or your mannerisms with games and that you don't play like 20 games at a time. You're not no, like you're bouncing all over the place. You really zoom into a certain game and really get on it. Yes. So what are you thankful for in 2018 about gaming? Um, I mean, it takes a lot for a game to grab my attention. Uh, so the main two games I think I played this year was pretty much just God of War and Spider-Man. Which it was a good were, show for you to be on then. Yes, yeah. perfect, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and, and I'm a huge fan of like open world games. Uh, so like both of those games were pretty like right up my like your alley, my alley yeah. of interests. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think out of those two, the big standout was God of War. Uh, especially just in terms of just really satisfying combat and like controls. I was gonna ask so tight. What yeah. stood out specifically for the two of them? Did you do everything in God of War? Like, did you platinum it? Yes, okay. I platinum both of them. I haven't like gotten down to the DLC of Spider Man yet, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I platinum both of them. I mean, it wasn't too difficult. Yeah, I mean, Spider Man was a little bit uh, got to go do this thing, got to go do that thing, but it's it wasn't too much of a chore for me. Okay, I, I enjoyed it enough where the chores were enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, and of course, you are famous in this office for an accomplishment for last year for some open-world games. Do you want to tell the audience what that was? I am. Yeah. I'm the first person at IGN to find all Korok seeds in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Say the damn full title thing. Yes. Was it fulfilling? Was that that no, quest? Not no, not at all. <laughs> um, I mean, spoiler alert, you literally get a golden turd for collecting all 900 Korok seeds yeah. in this game. Uh, the only reason I even went through the effort of doing this is because I have a three-hour daily round-trip commute on a train. So uh, this frees up a lot of my time to get a switch, charge it up, and then just go hunting for seeds. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't look for them organically. I did use a map. Which you can find on IGN.com's wikis for Breath of the Wild. Indeed. Yes. And I used that. And it was great. And that's how I found them. So if that's what you're trying to do too, go do the same thing. Sage advice from Josh. Thank you, Josh. Uh, in terms of non-gaming stuff, what are you thankful for in 2018? Um, well, 
there's the first thing is I, I really used MoviePass to its fullest extent, mm-hmm. which was great. Uh, now I don't have it anymore yeah. because it sucks. Understandable. Uh, I had no movies offered for me, but I found out my cousin who bought a year subscription through Costco returned it for a full refund. Oh, wow. So he got Good a for him. year free movies. He's thankful for that, I just He's very thankful for that. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I was on Family Feud. Yeah, you, you were on The Feud. Yes, America's favorite game show. Starring Stephen Harvey himself. Yes, of all the game shows starring Stephen Harvey. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, did, how did you do for the audience at home who may not have seen? Uh, we, we, we filmed four episodes, meaning we won three episodes. Um, and if you win an episode, you get a chance to play Fast Money. Mm-hmm. And if you win Fast Money, you get 20000 And so we won Fast Money twice. Nice. Uh, 20000 plus 20000 is 40000 We have five family members. You split that up five ways. That's $8,000 each. And then after taxes, you get about $4,000 each. And I have not received any sort of money yet. Do you know what you're going to do when you get it? Are you going to spend on anything specific? I don't know, actually. I mean, $4,000 is kind of like a weird amount of money. Yeah. It's enough to be like, I guess I'll get this for myself. I can afford it. Yeah. It's just you see something in the store window. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're interested, you could always buy a new PS4 Pro and a 4K TV. Oh, great. Josh, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Beyond. I'm glad you could make your debut talking about The Feud. Me too. And uh, when you're on The Feud again, we'll have you back on Beyond. Great. Uh, That won't be for another 17 years. Wonderful. So, yeah. I'm now joined by Emily Bakian. Emily, welcome to Beyond. Thanks, Jonathan. Happy to have you here. Emily, what do you do for the folks at home who may not know you? from your work on IGN? Well, folks at home, uh, I am one of the producers for our Snapchat channel, which is part of the broader social team. So I make 14 or more videos per day for Snapchat. So quite the slacker around the IGN That's audience. right. Uh, we had your coworker Josh on right before you. Josh, of course, you rule I've never over heard him. Of him. He's terrible. Uh, but mainly, we're not here to talk about Josh. We're here to talk about you and what you're thankful for in 2018. That's right. So uh, first off, I want to talk gaming-wise. What you're thankful for in 2018? Um, I'm thankful for games with a long shelf life, meaning that I can not play them when they first come out because <laughs> I usually am not able to do that. Uh, I can play them like two years later and they're not ruined or made irrelevant. Games like, like I just played Night in the Woods start to finish a couple months ago. That came out in what, 2016? (laughs) I think original release, yeah, or early 2017. Yeah, yeah. So, and I loved it. I adored it. It was brand new to me. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's, I think it's easier with indie games. Um, Games like, like Firewatch and like uh, I'm probably going to jump into um, blanking on the name. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> yep. It, it'll what come to you the, right as soon as you get off that's the That's right. That's, that's right. What is what the indie game? What, I own Ooh, it. Guess the indie game. I own, yeah. <laughs> Our favorite <laughs> new one, game here. The one, it starts with an O and it's about kids and radio frequency. Oh, Oxenfree. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, Night School Studios. Those are a uh, great guy. Shout out to Sean Krenkel. Yeah, I, I own a, a t-shirt that has one of their speech bubbles that just says, nope. 
Yeah, that feels accurate for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like with indie games, a lot of the time, it's you can't really spoil too many of them by just saying, like, oh, this scene or, like, the way it ended. Because so many of them, especially when they're story-focused like that, it's the actual journey, especially with, like, mm-hmm. Night in the Woods. Right. That's a thing where it's, like, everything she goes through in that game matters to the culmination of it. Exactly. Um, on the whole, though, outside of gaming, what else are you thankful for in 2018? Mostly um, other people's pets. I like this. Uh, Tell me more. Yeah, so... Uh, I live in a building where uh, we're very, very much not allowed to have pets, Um, like extremely not. Uh, And I I was at our L.A. office earlier in the week uh, and they just have like dogs running around like they're almost more dogs than people. That's not true. I wish. (laughs) That's a great Uh, place. But it's close. It's a close ratio. I'm not not going to lie to you. Uh, I was able to also meet Sydney's cats. Sydney Goodman were wonderful. yeah. Yeah. And like... It's like being, it's like having nieces and nephews. Like you get all the great perks of pet interaction sure. without having to feed them or clean up after them or spend money on them in any way. But like, you know, Max will bring Peppers into the office and I get to hang out with Peppers for a few hours. And without other people's pets, I would be severely deprived of animal interaction. And I, I'm I'm grateful that other people have pets. <laughs> a day with a pet is perfect. A week with a pet is like, oh no, I seriously have responsibilities. Right? This no, is exactly. a lot to do. No, yeah. that's not true. I, I mean, I've been. <laughs> I like. I used to be a dog sitter. You mm-hmm. know, back in the day when I was like, people would babysit. I would dog sit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and, and that's great too. But you know, right now when uh, I'm like always here and not at my house, it would be unfair to have a pet. So it's great that other people have them and. And I can pet them. Of the IGN office, obviously, we've got a lot of dogs here. Peppers, Gertie, yeah. Daisy. Right. How, do, how do you feel about the IGN mix of pups? Uh, I, I, I think we have room for more. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's there's room for, for growth in 2019 for pets in the office. You heard it here first. Yeah. IGN needs more pups. That's Please right. send all of your pups to IGN. And we will be grateful for them. And they will be stars of beyond as we go forward. Uh, Emily, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Jonathan. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. I'm now joined by Casey DeFridis. Casey, thank Hello. you so much for being on this episode of thank Beyond. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Happy to have you on. It's been a little while. Yeah, I know. It's a busy man. fall. Uh, yeah. Th- the, those are my sentiments yeah, on that's how fair. busy it is. Uh, there, there are a lot of games this fall to be thankful for, a lot of the work with it as well. But I want to know what you're thankful for in gaming across all of 2018. Okay. Man. I, it's going to be a hard guess, I assume. But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I know. We're... Like, why Why do I usually come on Beyond? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, I'm super thankful that Monster Hunter is finally getting the recognition and the, as many people are playing it as they are in the West. And that was only possible because of Monster Hunter World. I mean, I've been a fan since 2004 and there's always been these niche, it was like a niche game. Like some people really loved it and other people just didn't know what it was, didn't want to play it, didn't want to get into it. And Monster Hunter World has finally brought in their audience. And I'm so happy about that because now (laughs) I get to spread my love for this series to more people and talk to more people about it and help them and kind of give back to the community in a way that they gave to me when I first started. And I'm really grateful for that opportunity and being able to do as many videos and how-to guides as I got to do for this game. In the season of giving, yeah, the Monster Hunter community, I didn't get to spend as much time with World as I would have wanted to. I do want to go back to it, but it always feels like the stories I hear are longtime Monster Hunter fans like to help get new Monster Hunter fans in. Like It's such an odd Mm -hmm. story. It always surprises me, but it's like the fans want to help there be more fans. Mm -hmm. What do you think about World brought in such a bigger audience? I think the way they marketed it was 
really smart. <laughs> and they added a lot of quality of life improvements that made it less intimidating for people. Um, so it actually had more of a story, it had a better tutorial. It was simplified in ways that made it so much easier to wrap your head around. Um, not saying that it was so simplified that it was no longer <laughs> difficult, but it was enough to kind of ease people in. And I, it looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It just, I mean, it, it's gotten nominated for the Game Awards for Game of the Year and a yeah. bunch of other different categories, like multiplayer. And that's that's awesome. And I'm glad it's getting that kind of recognition. <laughs> Do you think uh, you've still kept with it, I assume, mm -hmm. uh, all this time? They've been pretty good at adding updates and new yeah. content throughout it, right? I've been, I've been, so the last update they did was the end of September and it was kind of like a Halloween fall special okay i, I want to it's not a special it's not a tv <laughs> show but you know what i mean they this added <laughs> this is the thanksgiving special exactly but they added things to make the hunter's hub look more halloweeny and festive and came up with more costumes and special quests that you could do to earn materials to make these holiday themed costumes and they've been doing that every like they did a summer one, a spring one, they did a fall one. I assume they're going to do a an actual holiday one in, in Ooh, December. I would love that. So, and they've also been adding new monsters and everything. So I've been going back every time they add something new, and I desperately want to go back when they're doing a Colve Terra raid because they have all of these really awesome weapons, and they've updated them since the first time they introduced that raid. And I really <laughs> want them because they're gold and spectacular, and actually Ooh. really good and useful. That's cool. That, I, I really appreciate their dedication to that game. And I assume it's something we're going to see continue on to the future, whether it's with World or future Monster Hunter releases, which is really nice. Uh, on the topic of Monster Hunter, before we jump off that, how do you feel about what we've seen of the movie so far that's coming? Those glimpses from uh, Mila Jovovich's Instagram uh, account. <laughs> just give me your quick reaction to all that. Um, we wanted giant swords and monsters, and we got people in military outfits but i have high hopes i mean they did just announce they're going to be monsters in the monster hunter movie who wow. knew i know but i mean obviously right you but would, i am you would hope <laughs> i know so but i am excited to see more of that to see how the monsters are and to see if they do incorporate any of the big weapons and armor etc cetera, etc cetera, into the movie because i want to see all the things that are integral to the game added to the big screen. I Absolutely, think that'd be yeah. very cool. Hopefully they transition at least some aspects well. Mm -hmm. uh, going off of gaming and your love of Monster Hunter, mm -hmm. what are you thankful for in general in 2018? So, gonna go back to Monster Hunter for a second. Uh, we said we're done, no. No, I wanna say that I'm grateful for the people who shepherded me in. Um, I believe their screen names were um, Kalel and Lady Kyo and Lady Caliber. So thank you all of you guys back in 2005 who played with me in Monster Hunter. <laughs> That's amazing. Now. Um, but anyway, what else am I thankful for? God, I'm going to be ridiculous and say I'm thankful for whoever left paper towels in the demo room where I'm working because I spilled coffee today and it totally saved me from staining my shirt and making a huge mess. So thank you, whoever that was. It was probably me. But... <laughs> That is but the most specific. <laughs> on a more serious note, I am super thankful for our Dungeons and Dragons group. Yeah. That you're a part of. Yes. Yeah. We're doing, this is my first time ever doing D&D. It's the only thing that have been able, has been able to consistently get me out of the house on the weekends and to actually not work for a full day. That's impressive. <laughs> so I'm very grateful that I have an awesome group of people to play D&D &D and get social interaction with and it's it's awesome. Yeah. I'm grateful for D&D &D and the things that it's done for me and my social interaction on the weekends. <laughs> and I'm grateful to all of you guys for allowing me to jump into this game. It's been a blast. I'm Casey, thank you, you yeah, so thank much you, for Jonathan. joining me.
Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You as well. I'm now joined by John Ryan. John Ryan of our Willie's team. Hey, good to see you, man. I really like your stuffing. Thank you. Pumpkins. Thank you so much. This was all a factor of our producer, Barrett. Great so job, Barrett. Way blame and thank him for all of this. That's good. what I always do. I, I always blame and thank Barrett for yeah. most things. For everything in life. Yeah. Uh, John, JR, John Ryan. Yes. John, JR, Ryan. What are you thankful for in gaming this year? A lot. I mean, I'm a lot. I'm, I'm thankful for a lot. Um, I think specifically, though, we've seen this really great trend where a lot of developers, specifically like big AAA stories, are really taking time to invest in characters that you might not have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the best example of this, obviously, is God of War. Um, you know, we knew that it, we were going to see an older, more mature Kratos, but I don't really think even I wasn't expecting um, this sort of. The just like the, the 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 so the 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 character of so much depth yeah that that is there because uh, you know every God of War game up until this point has just been like oh man I'm gonna smash <laughs> people in pots and tear flying monsters in half and your Kratos impression is impeccable by thank the way. you yes. thank you I was actually the voice actor in one of the PS oh no way congratulations yeah. um but. I'm just really blown away to see it. We know, and, you know, God of War isn't it, um, but, like, you see it also in Red Dead 2, for example, like, really leaning into all of these characters in this gang being, like, super flawed people, but fully fleshed out people, not just, like, this person's trauma is all that they are as a character, mm-hmm. where it's like, no, I'm a person who has suffered in my life, yes, but I'm dealing with it and trying to make choices based on, like, how I want to change my life after what happened. Um You'll see it in uh, some other... Oh, there was one more that I had, too, that I <laughs> Well, what, speaking to that stuff, I love the idea that going into this generation, a lot of people talked about what are going to be the new big advancements because, at least graphically, there wasn't the huge jump we saw between PS2 and PS3 from right. PS3 to PS4. Yeah. And I do think that the level of engaged storytelling, whether it's in a very story-focused thing like God of War or something in Red Dead, which obviously does have a very focused story, but also has to make sure the stories around it are still so interesting, yeah. I love seeing that level of dedication to the storytelling and gaming. Yeah. Because it, it's so unique to the medium. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the thing for me where it's like yeah. the reason that I love games is because I feel like it's the best medium for storytelling these days. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, movies are great, TVs are great, books, if you still read them, good for you. They're also wonderful. You should um, read. You really should read books. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's only a limit as to, there's, there's only so invested we can get in those. And even when games have specific characters that we didn't create ourselves, like without sliders and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. there's still so much more investment when I'm controlling the action, when I'm doing the one actively guiding this character through this experience. Yeah. And I've always really, really loved that. You know, since I was a kid, that's been the biggest draw for me for gaming is why I got into the industry in the first place, because I think it is that new, it's that next narrative step. Mm-hmm. And seeing us finally be in a place where we're able to like really tackle that head on as opposed to just like, we're going to focus on these mechanics and these cool gimmicks and gadgets. <laughs> and like, if we have time and money, maybe we'll invest in story afterwards. Now it's like, okay, we can do this. We can make it look great. It'll be <laughs> super fun. Sorry. I'm thankful for it being able to swear on TV. Yes, you can. <laughs> cool. Um, it's going to look great. It's going to play great. It's going to have a bunch of really cool mechanics and be super fun. But also, without question, what is 
what's the story that we want to tell here? Who do we want this to be about? Yeah, like what's driving you? And, exactly. and, and I love the idea that, especially with this focused increase on story, with something like God of War and the gaming industry having been around for so long, God of War is not just a, stor a good story within itself, but one that commentates on its franchise and its legacy in an right. interesting way. And it, it's that whole thing of like, there's a lot of games that are doing this super, super well, not necessarily just the big AAA stuff. Either like you look at Celeste or Night in the Woods from last year, where it's like, they're looking at real social problems that everyone kind of has to deal with, and, you yeah. know, anxiety or depression, like God of War. It's like, how do I make amends with the sins of my past? You know, how do I come to terms with the horrible, admittedly terrible <laughs> things that I've done in my life and try to make a better life for this person that I'm now responsible for, which Absolutely. is also the last time I was responsible for somebody, I literally put them into a jar and lit them on fire. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's been a, a bit of a change. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in terms of other things that we're responsible for, what are you thankful for in this year, though? Because some stores are responsible for making you thankful. They are. And that's what I want to hear. They are. Yeah. Um, there is one store in particular. Uh, it's the little tiny liquor bodega around the corner from my apartment. Okay. Um, but I'm sure other stores are thankful for this, too, because I'm really, really thankful for stores that continue to sell Count Chocula after the Halloween season is yes. over. Yes, um, yes. And, and, you know, Booberry, Frankenberry, Fruit Brood, if you're lucky Keep them. to find it. Keep them. Throw them No, no. No, if they I have want the them, Count. Look, obviously, Count Chocula is the main event. Of course. But if you can find any of the monster cereals after the holiday, like, that store is a good store who deserves your business. Absolutely. And, uh, John, I'm thankful for you for keeping those stores alive. Thankful for you. Oh, you're For so keeping sweet. this show alive and, uh, and having us all in to talk about stuff and having stuff on your walls. Trying as best we can. And I'm thankful to you and the entire Wikis team for the insane amount of work you put in this fall. Oh, so Thanks very much, buddy. Thankful to you. And happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm now joined by Andrew Goldfarb, my Hello. boss. Oh, executive Back to news work. editor. Oh Some. no! Sorry. Back to work. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm like as a boss. Uh, it's just like a normal Thanksgiving. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh Being man, get I wish we had pie. Yeah. We got we got some Assassin's Creed wine today. That's very mm. Thanksgivingy. That's not bad. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. It's good of to be course. back. It's yeah, I'm glad you're on. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely have you on uh, as the year comes to a close again. Yeah, so I like that. that. Uh, there are a few uh, dancing games maybe coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am a huge Hatsune Miku fan. So <laughs> damn it. Uh, Andrew, I want to know what you're thankful for in 2018 in gaming. Uh, in gaming, uh, I got to say, like, I'm in the right place for it. I'm, I'm thankful that Sony is still pushing so hard for single-player games um, and for experiences like God of War and Spider-Man that are still telling, you know, a 20, 30, 40-hour story and and let you get immersed and aren't necessarily all about, you know, multiplayer or all about, um, uh, you know, microtransactions, like all the <laughs> things that are like, you know, there's a conversation for games where those fit and where they don't. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I, I have loved playing my PS4 this year. Yeah, it was a weird thing in Generations Past where it'd be something like Dead Space, I think always comes to mind for me, where they put the multiplayer in after everyone's like, no, that's not what we want from these games. Or even like Tomb Raider had. Yeah, Bioshock 2. Yeah, Bioshock yeah. 2 had that as well. It's a very strange phenomenon that most people have seen to go away from. Like obviously the Uncharted franchise had it, but they kept with it. Uh, yeah, and Last of Us Uncharted, I think, uh, thought it through, or at least yeah. the, the later Uncharted games. Yes. Um, yeah, Last of Us did some really cool stuff with it that uh, obviously, you know, as somebody who wanted that that narrative and, and that story, it, I wasn't as interested in it, but they at least tried to do something different. Um, but like uh, Sony's in a unique boat where obviously as a first party, as a company trying to sell consoles, they can really spend the time to, to spend years on these games and have them be ultra polished. Um, and obviously, you know, Insomniac made... Um, 
Spider-Man. made Spider-Man, but you know, stuff like uh, Horizon and God of War and, and Sony's first party studios are making just the most incredible stuff. And now that they have the foundations of those games too, they can really hone in on story for the sequels and everything, which I'm excited yeah. for. It's crazy. This is the first time you've talked about either of these games on the show for the entire I year. I know. Yeah. We really missed the yeah. boat. On you guys have fallen a long way. Never heard of God of War before. Actually, yeah, I know. It's day. You're like, yeah. oh, that old game where like the dude does all the sexist stuff. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a weird game that you want to bring up, but okay, single player <laughs> games, I guess. Uh, Andrew, I similarly shared the love of those games this year, so Yay. I'm glad we can agree on that. We don't oh. usually agree. No, every day we just spend screaming at each other. Yeah, that's pretty much how our work ethic goes. Oh, I think Mickey is the best character. Is that you or me? <laughs> you. <laughs> Mickey's not in Persona. <laughs> he will be one day. Oh, uh, cool. Anyway, I want to move on to what you're also thankful for in 2018, not gaming related. Uh, it's weird to list another entertainment thing, but no. what a good year for TV. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, The Americans had its final season this year. Uh, Better Call Saul was really great. We actually got a good season of Daredevil for the first time. <laughs> I know that a was bit. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I think that there have been a lot of uh, just really cool. I, I used to, I, I was a very pretentious like film student, and I, I've always like like rambled about movies on on podcasts and stuff. But like, I feel like in the last few years, I've totally just done about face, and I honestly watch more TV than film at this point. And there's just so much of it too. Yeah, and everything like there's so many just awesome shows to keep up with right now. It's almost overwhelming. Yeah, I think uh, Kumail Nanjiani tweeted out like a year ago even of just, there's so much good TV, I will not watch something that isn't great because there is so much great TV now, but if a movie's okay, I'll still go see it because there just seems yeah. to be such more of a deficit. That is really interesting. Yeah. I'm also broken and and also watch the not good thing. You so watch like, everything. I'm also watching all of like the CW superhero shows and Riverdale and all that stuff, but I don't know, I, I, this was just a year of like it kind of really crystallized, like even with something like Haunting a Hill House or yeah. whatever, like there are all these shows that come out and I'm like, oh, like the quality of the filmmaking now in TV is just crazy. It's amazing. And you get to spend just like a weekend with them and then come back a year later. Do you prefer yeah. that or do you like the long tail? Oh, I much prefer to like binge something. Yeah. I'm also still, and I always will be the kind of person who uses, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of TV shows as I'm doing other things. Mm -hmm. So it's like all like grinding in RPG is, is my forever example, but even little things like uh, cooking or folding laundry or whatever, like I love having something on in the background. Um, and I think that's more where those like CW shows come in, but it is nice spending a weekend actually like binging something of quality. Yeah. Also. If you uh, had to narrow it down to one show, what has been your favorite show this year? Ooh, I, I, I mean, I loved the final season of the Americans. Uh, that, that one really hit me the hardest, I think. Um, I, I really, Better Call Saul this season was really good, too, though. Those, and it, those two. It's not the final season, is it? No, they. Uh, I think they'll do... Uh, so next year, you know, they announced a, a Breaking Bad movie is coming. Yeah. Uh, and then next year, Better Call Saul will hit the same number of seasons as Breaking Bad did. It's crazy. So it's like, we're all kinds of weird speculation about what that means. Well, I'm excited to hear your thoughts as those seasons go on. And I'm also yeah. excited to hear your thoughts about some stuff coming up that we'll talk about on Beyond in the weeks to come. Ooh, I thought you were going to say like your thoughts on your performance review. Uh, on that yeah. too, I really do hope to hear good things there. <laughs> Curious to hear your thoughts about me. Me. I hope they are good ones. Uh, are, Andrew, thank you so much for joining me and have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, you have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. And now I'm back with a wonderful twosome, Max Coville. Barrett Courtney. A twosome. A twosome. Yeah, wow. That's the name. Hey. That's the name of that word. No there, one ever there says, are two of us. No yeah. one ever says like a wonderful twosome. It's usually like a gruesome twosome or just mm. not at all. So I, that I was like very the nice wonderful of you. twosome. We're bringing the, the twosome back. The wonderful twosome. Yep. 
I don't like to rhyme, so yeah, I wanted to make sure that worked out. Uh, boys, thank you for being on this wonderful Thanksgiving special for Beyond. Anything for Thanksgiving. Yes. I know you live for the holidays, so. I, Thanksgiving yeah. is pretty low on my list of the holidays, but really? this one's all right. It's fine. Yeah? yeah. It's like a it's like a like a beta Christmas kind of. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that was it was always a holiday I dreaded. When I was a kid, because uh, you had to go see the family. You don't get Nelfo. presents. Well, not even that. It, like, I really didn't like turkey growing up. It's not kid food. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, there's there's a couple pies, but it's not like Mashed a candy house. But, like, I, I liked, like, stuffing, and I liked all, like, the little side dishes. I just don't like turkey. I got burned ham by is where some, it's at. Ham is all right. I was into ham as a kid. I got burned by some pearl onions in the stuffing at a young age, and then was mm, wary of that. Yeah. And I still get pretty effed up if someone throws, like, apples or water chestnuts in there or something. Yeah, I don't like that. Anything Another crunchy thing. in the stuffing. I'm not I'm not no. a fond of that. Well, this episode isn't about the things that scare you about Thanksgiving. It's Welcome to our you're... Thanksgiving special. Here's the top ten things that we hate about <laughs> Thanksgiving. Brought to you by us, the wonderful twosome. I should never have said that. Oh, God, I don't like that handshake. Oh, boy. This is why we never sit together. That's why he has to separate us. Uh, I want to ask you guys what you're thankful for, both in gaming and just in the world in general this year. So first, let's start off with gaming. Barrett, what are you thankful for? Uh, with gaming, I'm uh, thankful for, in general, kind of like games that talk about or deal with finding better ways to communicate with others and loved ones and stuff like that. God of War is like a big, um, kind of, that's a big theme for God of War is Kratos trying to figure out how to be a father to this child. And I've, that was, that's something that kind of hit personally to me um, because I am a father. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. God, I hope not. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really have me going for like yeah. a short, short second. Half there. A second. <laughs> um, and, but just like growing up and like seeing kind of like, and looking back on like parental figures and whatnot, that, that kind of struck a chord with me. And then also Celeste, uh, was very personal to me because that uh, that deals with kind of trying to open up and communicate with others when it comes to anxiety and panic attacks, and they they tackle that conversation in a really smart, interesting way. Especially when uh, you're uh, with best boy, is it Theo? Yes. Yeah, yeah best yeah. boy Theo. Is Theo's like, great. Yeah, when he like kind of teaches you like the breathing mechanic and whatnot, um, and I love that that is like something that. Uh, Madeline uh, uses at one point and I also like that they call out that it doesn't work every time mm -hmm. and um, there's just a lot in that game um, specifically with that that I just really appreciated because it kind of helps me reflect on how to communicate with loved ones and how to like when it comes to caring for them and when it comes to talking about like personal issues of, for myself so and of course, uh, Mario Tennis Aces. And of course, Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, I'm sorry that we talked about um, one of the times that I was on Beyond about my Mario Tennis Aces slash uh, toenail podcast. I'm sorry that got delayed till 2019. So um, if you're if you're looking for that, check the RSS feed. But it will be coming. The first episode is premiering at Sony's E3 2019 show. So yes, you can look forward to it then. Yeah, wow. uh, Max. Uh, what yeah, are you thankful for? I, I'm thankful for the Yakuza series. I like that you're like, I'm thankful for these very heartfelt, <laughs> real, real stuff. And I'm like, I like that you, when you hit the man with a bicycle. Um, but no, this is a series that I've totally fallen in love with. If you haven't heard on this show or when I talk to you, I don't think you never mentioned I don't think you've ever mentioned, I mentioned, I mentioned here and there. Yakuza. And if I, it's the, again, Yakuza Kiwami. 
it's basically the first game. Just it's it's free on PlayStation Plus. Go download it. Go play it over Christmas I break. I hear it's one of the top twenty five uh, PS four games of all time. It's a very good game. It's a good time. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, but this series is like there's something incredibly earnest about it that I think is doesn't really read because obviously you know it's a it's a game where you you beat a lot of ass like you go in there and you Hell just yeah. really just you really kick the crap out of all sorts of people and it's like you know it's also very it's very like macho but there's a kind of underlying like wholesomeness to it that I think doesn't really read and. Uh, it's very, it's very pure. Like it's yeah. very, it's very sweet. And it's, it's funny that I, I'm. This is, this is kind of grasping at straws here. But you were saying like games that teach you to communicate. Yeah. I think it's also Yakuza really six did that a little bit. Like the, at least like yeah. the beginning part. I uh, played a little bit of. Um, remind me his name because I'm not. Cure you. No, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. been, there's been like he's been a, a, a dad character since I think three. Okay. Like three has you running an orphanage, and then you've got like you Hell know yeah. there's there's a lot of sort of like uh, parental roles you take on, but there's also uh, I think it's interesting how games communicate with us mm. um and obviously it's an interactive medium and it allows a lot of sort of player freedom uh and when you know it takes you by the hand and forces you to watch a cutscene or makes you do a certain thing we're like well this isn't really freedom or interactivity uh and it's sort of a fine line to walk because if you have a game that just unleashes like full-blown like freedom you can do anything you want then it's sort of like oh well the people just have you just have murder simulators or people just do whatever they want and there's not really yeah. any repercussions like maybe you get five stars in GTA but there's no like you know and we have games like Mass Effect or Fallout where it's like oh you know people hate you now because you did a bad thing but I feel like that's something like there's a sort of a, a almost like a parable type of level that's missing from a lot of games yeah uh, and I feel like Yakuza really has a wonderful almost it's it's almost fairy ish in that how it's like oh be a better person. You're still like kind of a thug, but like yeah. be good to people. Like, like try help to collect be... cats for this cat. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. like a uh, adoption. Place. I don't. There's something like it's it's such an interesting sort of like you know parallel between sort of American culture and where it's all like yeah freedom hell yeah guns and like Japan where it's like you should respect some rules and be a little bit responsible pick up after yourself and yeah. it's like I don't know he never instigates any fights in that game it's I don't know it, it all kind of comes yeah. towards him yeah yeah but there's there's a weird kind of like I mean I would I would compare it almost to like to Dragon Ball where you're like wow man this Goku guy is really good that's not even like that's not a good character to have <laughs> yeah. someone who's just good but there's this sort of like Herculean like yeah oh you're like yeah not even, like a hurtfulness Her Hercules that, is a dickhead yeah. so it doesn't even work there but you know that that idea of like a hero who's like oh just be the best person you could possibly be and the world will things will work out i guess but um yeah this game where you beat the shit out of people with a bicycle or all sorts <laughs> of construction equipment i like that series i'm glad i'm finally playing it i hope everyone else plays it too at some point um yeah and Yakuza. Uh, if you need another series about earnestness kingdom hearts I'll give you that. Is is definitely yeah. Earnest. That's okay. you, you. I think you are a part of you were, uh, because you got into that series at such a young age. It's probably why you're as pure as you are today. Probably, yeah. I think yeah. It definitely helped that in <laughs> 15 years of Catholic school. I would have been so, so much of a nicer person if I'd played Yakuza from a younger age. Exactly. We'll yeah. never know that, Max. But we no. know this one. We like you a lot. Yeah. So. I've got problems, but you know they and can't. We all be, do. Yeah. Who Fuck doesn't that. have problems? Well, inst <laughs> instead of the problems, uh, tell me what else you both are thankful for in 2018, not related to games, Barrett. Um, this is also gonna get like sappy, but like my chosen family in San Francisco. You can't choose your family. It's uh, called your party. <laughs> <laughs> have um, you seen the Fast and the Furious? Uh, no, I have not. I refuse to watch those movies, uh, just to annoy you, Jonathan. Um, but yeah, the the chosen family here, like uh, in and out of work, um, 
like my girlfriend who, you know, helps keep me sane through all of the crazy times uh, for work this year and whatnot. And just uh, having the little moments to spend time with her because it has been a busy year for both of us. And um, my my family here at this office, like the the Beyond crew, like you two and Brian and, you know, like I very much miss uh, Alana and all, all the people who have have left but are still doing cool stuff out there. Dan Parkhurst, who is in the um, in the back room right now helping produce the show while I'm on camera, um, who was kind of the reason I started producing uh, podcasts. And I am forever thankful to him for that. Um, so I just I, I love y'all and y'all make me yeah, happy. Man. It's great having you around. Yeah. yeah. And Max, what about you? See, you keep doing this. You keep setting me up to sound like a real, just a real crock. It's okay. Casey, like, thanked herself in a weird way where she's like, thanks to the person who had paper towels in this room. And I'm pretty sure it was me. <laughs> That's a weird character trait. Yeah. It, it was really good. I, uh, I her, her. Yeah. I was going to say, this is, this is, okay, what did I write? I said, all the great things in my life, wonderful people, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. The things you're supposed to be thankful for. Obviously, there's a lot of great stuff to be thankful yeah. for. I had a, I had a, I had a killer year. I had a fucking phenomenal year. I did like a lot of crazy stuff. I got to, I, people can be like, what was your big thing in 2018? It's like, well, I got married. I went on my honeymoon. That's awesome. Uh, I went to Vietnam for the third time or something. I'm kind of tired of Vietnam. It's a beautiful country, (laughs) but I'm so tired of it. Uh, so many scooters, but, uh, there's a lot of scooters here as as well. That's like a, that's like a first world, third world problem to be like, I'm so tired of visiting this faraway country. Um, but no, like a lot of great stuff happened. I interviewed Jason Momoa, which was weird. I don't know. I keep going to that one. Is like, how was your he year? He walked into the room and like everybody was just like, oh. Yeah. That dude is like, that man has like a weight to him and also like a hearty musk. Yeah. Like, he just flirts with the room. Yeah. He doesn't need to do anything. No, like we were, I interviewed, I was super nervous about the Aquaman interview at Comic Con and like it was him and like nine other people. It was like Nicole Kidman and the, the director of The Conjuring and all these, yeah. all these people. And like, uh, I love that he comes in and we were going to show them the trailer for the first time and I'm super nervous about it. I'm like, have you, have you, have you seen the trailer yet? And he's like, Hell yeah, I look cool as shit. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, but no, that was like, that, that, it's, it's been a big crazy year. Obviously, Brian had his kid, and so like a lot of the sort of hosting duties for the major events at IGN fell on me, which was a huge undertaking. I had Comic-Con the week, which I also helped write, and yeah. then I had that hosting yeah, well, a lot of that. Like you and Brian like really killed all of that uh, together. That was a lot. He was, you know, and he had just had the baby rearing a newborn. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was trying to plan a wedding. And then a week after Comic-Con, literally a week after Comic-Con, I got married, which was like another. So I was, it wasn't even, I don't know what like you do to your brain in that scenario, but to like be out of adrenaline <laughs> yeah. is to just be sort of like, just the existing. Yeah. yeah. And then the week after New York Comic Con, I went to I went to Tokyo. So it was a, it's been a busy fucking year. I'm really excited to have a, a normal year. year with some level of routine. The <laughs> thing I'm thankful for, aside from all of the great, huge, big things, is the thing I don't ever get to talk about. Is I really like model making. Like I'm really into building models. That's like that's I'm like I'm like I have. A, I have when did a my hobby. grandpa get here? I am so old. You have no idea how old. I well, to I am. be he, to be fair, he does like uh, like the original Star Trek series of models of like doing all those ships and whatnot. Yeah, I'm, I'm about what, what you're about yeah, to talk about is a little more it's not that yeah. I thought you were gonna be like olden ships yeah. I do no so I'm currently building a lot of weird stuff when I was in Japan I went <laughs> nuts and I bought all sorts of crazy models and I bought obviously some Gundam models which are the coolest things you can possibly assemble uh they're great. Shout but out to Andy Cortez who also sh- loves Gundams. Oh really? Yeah, yeah you should, should invite him over. We should do some Gundams together. Yeah. Andy mm-hmm. Andy 
Which camera? Andy, call me or DM me or something. We can build Gundams. It'd be great. Uh, no, but I'm, I got a I got a master grade Jigen. I got a real grade RX one seventy eight. But then I also got some really weird things on the side. I got this plastic model of a kappa, which is that like mythical Japanese animal that's like a turtle imp. Yeah, Have you yeah, ever seen yeah. those guys? Yeah, yeah. They try to probably like steal your wallet in Dragon Quest or something. There, uh, I found out that the thing that they do. The thing that they do in Japanese folklore is they try to reach into your ass and pull out a golden ball. Like, that's their thing. So I got a model kit of one of those, and, I'm, and I got like a, 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 one of those mini bikes from the 70s, and I'm going to combine <laughs> them, and I'm going to have this like little imp hanging out. So I just do weird shit with models. <laughs> I bought this Stegosaurus. I built like a Stegosaurus last weekend. Hell yeah. You know, you know how you look like you're, you're fucking losing it? <laughs> you're 32 years old in 2018 and you're building a plastic model of a Stegosaurus. Nobody in my, my wife and my roommate were just like, what are you doing over there you're making a Stegosaurus? So I'm excited to be, to be building my models and it's very nice. Well, hopefully there will be uh, plenty more models to come. Yeah, I'll post some pictures on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. You, can you post pictures on YouTube? Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah. Just, I'll yeah. throw it montage. Yeah. Throw it in Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. yeah. Sick fonts, a Linkin Park song. Get it's a good be... star wipe in there. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you both for sharing your personal and... Thanks for letting me talk about plastic models for a while. <laughs> happily. We will happily do that on the show. Uh, before we jump to anything else, I want to quickly read a few people from the Beyond group on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash groups slash podcast beyond. I reached out to them and asked what you're thankful for this year. Uh, just going through a couple of them. Rutesh Mystery said, I'm thankful for God of War, the game that defined what it means to go against all odds. Chad Clemens said, I'm thankful to still have big single-player games like God of War, Spider-Man, AC Odyssey, and Red Dead 2. New JRPGs like Nino Kuni 2 and Dragon Quest XI. Also platformers like Spyro and Astrobot. Still going strong in 2018. Uh, saw a lot of God of War mentioned in there. Shout Johnny out. Muhammad also said, thankful for this wonderful group, which you can join at facebook.com slash groups slash podcast beyond. If Almost you got through it. picked up on it, God of War is a really, really good game, and pretty, everyone yeah. should probably really? try to play that. I haven't heard yet. I, yeah. I haven't heard that. No. There's somebody I, out there who hasn't played it, and they're like, no. eh, I don't know, not for me. It was me. I haven't played <laughs> no. it yet. Uh, yeah, of course, we will be talking about plenty more big PlayStation news through the rest of the year and whatever else happens. I don't think there's anything releases. big going on. No, nothing no. big happening. I'm really excited to see PlayStation at E3 next year. It's going to be a big year. Barrett, yeah. I have bad news for you, though. They're <laughs> not going to be at E3 Damn next it. year. Yeah, that happened, of course, just as we're recording In the, the video show. version, I totally missed the uh, the package in between where y'all talk about Do you think it. they time these announcements just to fuck with us? Probably. Like just to be like, Absolutely. oh, this is yeah. about when they used to record Beyond. What do we got this week? Oh, we're not doing E3. All right, yeah, this will yeah, be we'll good. And next week's a holiday. This is really going <laughs> to screw them up. <laughs> well, it also happened the anniversary of the PS4, the fifth anniversary. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 What, a downer. That's a great birthday party celebration yeah, exactly. is to not have anything like that. Yeah, uh, we, if For those watching the video version, we did talk about it. Uh, Max, you and I talked a bit about it. And if you are listening to the audio version of the show, you can head to IGN.com to watch that full conversation. Yeah. Uh, just quickly to hear thoughts, though. Barrett, what do you think of this move? Uh, I'm excited. I'm surprised, but I'm excited to see what they try to pull out of their sleeve, um, especially come out, coming out of XO18, where I think Sony might have looked at that a couple months ago and being like, oh, they're doing their own event kind of in like in our stead with us not having PSX this year. Uh, what can we do different next year? And I think that this is probably something that they've had in the plans for probably since this last E3. And I wonder if this alludes to maybe them hosting their own event around the same time, uh, maybe to uh, talk about the PS5. I also wonder... Um, if this is truly the end of E3, and it's been, we, there's been talks about it the last couple of years. Like EA started to do the EA Play, um, 
Nintendo has been doing the directs for a while, so Microsoft um, is now across the street at the Microsoft yeah, Theater. There, so it, it's it really does seem like E3 is going to kind of wind down in the next couple of years, and I don't think that's a bad thing. It's definitely a thing that sucks, um, but I think it will be exciting to see. Like, okay, there might not be an E3, but uh, these companies might still kind of host their own things in that month. So I don't know. It's, early, next, it's too early to say. Anything uh, we didn't cover in the convo? Yeah, I mean, I think that what Barrett said about Microsoft moving across the street is a big part of it. Um, you look at, I don't know, Rockstar. They don't ever go to E3, and they're fine. Uh, <laughs> there's always but will they be at presence. the Game Awards this year? I hope so. Maybe, yeah. They're going to come and be like, Red Dead 3. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said Rocksteady. Never mind. No, Rock, no. Rocksteady, I don't know. They show up at the WB booth, whatever. But, um, I mean, yeah, Nintendo, obviously, they have their Nintendo Directs. That's a really smart way to control the conversation. You see that whenever they announce anything, if it's Smash or whatever, that it always winds up taking over social, and just they control the conversation conversation and with e3 it's become this like this like war of escalation where it used to be you'd have i don't know three four press conferences at the beginning of the week and then three days of trade show and that was it and now it is an event that starts on friday night and goes through the weekend and then has an entire week of like show floor stuff it's crazy yeah at this point it is literally five days of sort of events happening across a weekend and then and then it opens up and it's also kind of pivoting into being a fan event it doesn't really i don't know it doesn't make sense i feel like like PSX, um, I've been to a few of them. They're awesome. So I think fun. that the more singular the focus an event has, like a convention, the more fun it is because you are getting a bunch of people who are interested in the same things. Yep. Uh, like San Diego Comic-Con at this point is kind of a shit show because it's just... So bad. It's like, have you ever watched TV or movie or comics? Do you like to buy stuff? Do you own shirts? Like, what are your hobbies? Like, is it anything with colors or brand names? Because come on down. We've got we all that. have all of it. Wait in line. You don't yeah. even know what the line's for. It's a quarter mile long, you know? Yep. And, yeah. you know, with, with PSX, it's like, hey, do you like PlayStation? Like, your badge has your, your tag on it. And we see, like, TwitchCon. And we see, I mean... Obviously, anime expos are kind of a, a different thing entirely, but it's a more more singular focus. I love Star Wars Celebration because it's just a gathering of people who like Star Wars. Yep, uh, it makes a ton of sense to have a platform specific, you know, event. Absolutely, yeah. I think we're going to see some changes happen for sure with how PlayStation delivers their messages to fans going on, whether it is like a PSX style thing in the beginning of the year or things throughout the year. I'm very curious to see how that follows. Of course, we'll be letting you know anything we hear on Beyond and on IGN.com as probably more news drops while we're recording the show. Probably. Uh, before we wrap up, have a little game for you guys to go on holiday. Uh, I have for you a trophy test. Uh-oh. So before me, I have a list of games with trophies. One of these trophies is real. One of them is fake per game. Mm. I'm going to mm. give you the name of the game and then describe both trophies to you. Mm. It's the name and the description. This is a good game. And I'm going to ask you to give me the one you believe is the real one. Okay. So please tell me what you think is the, the real, real one. The real one. The real trophy. Yes. Should we number our paper? Because Barrett just wrote I, I just, I, I yeah, numbered yeah, it one, please do. one to 13. Yeah. yeah uh, we'll, we'll see how far I go. I have a few. How many do you have? Should I number I my have paper too? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I do have 13. How that's, did you know that? That's I, the only thing I was told. No, I don't. No. He refused to... I just know the amount of questions because I wanted to figure out how long the segment was going to be for the show. It's a smart idea. It's almost like you produce it. So we're going to start top of this list. God of War. Two trophies. All Will Fall, which is Kill 1,000 Enemies, and God of More, Collect 10,000 Hack Silver. So t- uh, if you want to write down A or B... I'll take A or B. Um, I'm going to read them in order as I have them. What was the first trophy called again? A is All Will Fall, which is Kill 1,000 Enemies, 
and then God of More, which is collect 10,000 hack silver. Okay. Cool. Moving on. Answer. You have an answer? Yeah, I my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Moving on to number two. We'll go over the answers at the end of okay. this list. Spider-Man. Marvel's Spider-Man. The first trophy, Stung. Survive Scorpion's chase level. Second trophy, Cat Prince. Track down Black Cat. I hate you so much. God damn. <laughs> Again, those trophies are Stung, Survive Scorpion's Chase Level, and Cat Prince, Track Down Black Cat. For those playing along at home, you could just Google these. You can cheat at home if yeah, you'd like. Yeah, you can cheat pretty easily. <laughs> uh, moving on to number three, Guacamelee 2. Trophy number one, Attake on Titan. Defeat two pinata faces within 30 seconds. Trophy number two, Wand Punch Man. One shot an enemy with a fully upgraded move. Which of those is the real trophy? Both good? Very good. Very, I'm convinced that, that that will be the only uh, answer I get right. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next one. Okay, good. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, trophy number one. Are you not entertained? Become champion of the arena. Number two. Glad in Gladiator. Defeat ten mercenaries in the arena. So they're both arena-based trophies, but you boys need to tell me which of them is real. Okay. Are you good? Yeah, I'm okay. I, right. I believe so. Astrobot. Damn it. Uh, for reference, <laughs> I've slightly changed the description of the official trophies so that these match up more. Please forgive me for trophy purists. Astrobot. Light up Laden. Hit Sean Laden's name in the credits. Second trophy. Shoot the shoe. Hit Shuhei Yoshida's name in the credits. Which of those is the real trophy? Either light up Laden or shoot the shoe. Moving on to the next one. Lego DC supervillains. Man of Steel. Complete a level without dying. And Dawn of Justice. Knock out Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman with Doomsday. Again, Lego DC's <laughs> Man of Steel. Complete a level without dying. Dawn of Justice. Knock out Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman with Doomsday. You boys ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one. Fortnite. For reference, all the trophies in Fortnite are based on Save the World. So these are not related to Battle Royale. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Fortnite. Trophy number one. Gonna need a bigger fort. Prevent enemies from entering your fort for one minute. And then some sort of rocket. Complete your first mission. Again, gonna need a bigger fort. Prevent enemies from entering your fort for one minute. And then some sort of rocket. Complete your first mission. Max, you're deliberating a little bit still? All right. Dead Cells is the next one. Who needs an Italian plumber? Reach the ancient sewers for the first time. And then quite the cell saga. Collect 150 cells in a single level. I didn't realize the Dead Cells trophies are extremely punny and pop culture reference which makes sense for the well, game. They also had a but. friggin' procedurally generated credits sequence. Yeah. What? Did you catch that? No. Well, I haven't beaten the game. The credits, well, yeah, if you do, the credits <laughs> just keep going. And they're gibberish. They're just, and you're like, wow, a lot of people worked on this <laughs> indie platformer. Okay, what? How are we still here? Yeah, anyway. uh, you're both good on Dead Cells. I believe so. Cool. Hitman Two. Odd job. Take out three men in bowler hats, and shh, pacify any person. Hitman Two. Once again, odd job. Take out three men in bowler hats, and shh, pacify any person. 
Again, you're writing down what is the real trophy of those two. Next, moving on, Persona 5. So, Barrett, you better get this right. I'm going to get it wrong, I know. <laughs> drink Fanatic. Buy every kind of drink from vending machines. And Fool's Gold. Obtain 10 treasure demons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drink fanatic by every kind of drink from vending machines fools gold obtain 10 treasure, treasure demons excuse me uh, the next one Spyro the dragon from the Spyro reignited trilogy fools errand charge through excuse me charge through three armored fools in a row and all fired up flame down five rhinox in a row these are from the first Spyro the dragon game in the Spyro reignited trilogy fools errand and all fired up Moving on to the next one, Tetris Effect. Gold mine. Discover a land of golden tetraminos. And golden ticket. Earn 10,000 bonus points from golden tetraminos. Am I saying tetraminos right? I don't know. Who knows? But I'm controlling the show. Pronounce tetraminos. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Moving on to the final of the games on my list. Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. God damn it. Number one, make your best offer. Awarded for giving the right gift to a Higgledy stone. Number two, Higgledy Piggledy. Have one of each color of Higgledy in your party. Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. As Barrett once said, Higgledies are lit. Higgledies are lit. Um, make your best offer or Higgledy Piggledy. Awarded for giving the right gift to a Higgledy stone is make your best offer. Higgledy Piggledy is have each of one color of Higgledy in your party. All right. You are ready? you both ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to take the tally. You're going to say A or B, right? Yes. God of War, I'm telling you which is the real trophy. Right. Okay. Hopefully you remember all these. God of War, A is the real trophy. All will fall. Spider-Man, B, Cat Prince is the real trophy. Guacamelee 2, One Punch Man is the real trophy. Is that A or B? That is B, excuse me. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, A is the correct one. Are you not entertained? It's a quote from Ridley Scott's Gladiator, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. What? Astrobot, B, Shoot the Shoe is correct. Lego DC Supervillains. A, Man of Steel was correct. That's the real one. Fortnite, some sort of rocket, which is B, was the correct one. Dead Cells, who needs an Italian plumber, which was A, is the correct one. Hitman 2, shh, which was B, was correct. Persona 5, A, Drink Fanatic, was correct. Did you get it right, Barrett? <laughs> <laughs> Barrett, Spyro was A, was correct. Fool's Errand. Tetris Effect, A, Goldmine, was correct. That was the real one. And Nino Kuni 2, A, Make Your Best Offer, was the real one as well. Uh, now, boys, yeah. Barrett, what'd you score? How many did you All get right, correct? So out of 13, I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. I got 9 out of 13 correct. Which did you miss? Uh, so I got 2 uh, incorrect. Um, or question number 2, which was the God of War one, maybe... Um, number two was uh, Spider-Man. There's Spider-Man. And then question number seven, which was the... Fortnite? Fortnite yeah. one. I got that one wrong because I wrote down the wrong one. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't... I meant, I was thinking Rocket, but I wrote down the wrong... Uh, uh, and then eight. Okay, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. And then question number 11. Spyro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Max, what did you get? I got six. Ooh. Not great. But so. that means on my paper... You guys got a six and a nine. Hey, yeah. nice. Yep, it all worked out. No. I Happy also, Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> I want to say that I don't have I have trophies turned off on my it's fair. On my PlayStation, so I don't know 
what, what they are. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do as well, but I also typically when I play for a couple hours, I always like to go into the trophy list and look at them. Like I remember the Tetris one. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the Gladiator one for Assassin's Creed. Okay, yeah. Um, I do that when I say I'm going to bed. Like my wife's like, hey, it's time to get ready for bed, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be there, and I'll like x out to the the main menu, and I'm like, oh, look at all these things I could be looking at. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, well, Barrett, congratulations for your first win of trophy test. We'll see if we do this segment again. Who knows? Who fun. knows? I Maybe like, there I, will be a Christmas special. Ooh, I liked coming out with these trophies. So yeah. if that was that was a fun time. That was most of the fun for me. <laughs> I think you uh, gotta do, you gotta dig deeper. You gotta get some weird ones. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah, keep yeah, the yeah. first one reasonable. Okay. This one, was still like a really good like I. 10 out of the 13 of these, I was like, it could be either one. You did and it's driving well. me I'll insane. Yeah, these were all both too grounded. They were all too, they were all <laughs> well, too realistic. I'll get super weird and esoteric next time. Uh, Max, Barrett, thank you so much for joining me for this wonderful Thanksgiving special. Thank you. Uh, when you're not on Beyond, Max, where can people find you online and the social media and such? Max Scoville on Twitter and on Instagram. If I start streaming model building, it'll be Max Scoville on Twitch. So, you know. <laughs> and cool. Barrett? Uh, I am uh, at Sadboy at Sadboy Barrett on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at JM Dornbush on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you all so much for watching this Thanksgiving special. I hope you enjoyed it. No, it's a little bit of a different episode. Obviously, I haven't mentioned it yet, but I am thankful for all of you watching and listening to the show at home and thankful for everyone I get to make the show with. Uh-huh. And in particular, Max, I'm thankful to you for letting me take the reins of the show. Yeah, have man. Fun time with it. It's been you, a joy. You're having a good time with it. It's good. It's been great. Yeah. And I'm thankful that you're still around to have an awesome show with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. thank you all. And to all of you watching and listening out there, beyond and have a happy Thanksgiving. Beyond. 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 I actually did it right that time. Yeah. <laughs>